We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Happy hump day, people. Happy hump day. Now. Back to the morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. Toast him part of the way, senior. That's going to be a regular every Wednesday now. Happy hump day. That's right. Can you give it to me one more time? Happy hump day, people. Happy hump day. I actually thought it was Wednesday when he said that. Like, is today Wednesday? No, yeah, it's Thursday. I, I, it kind of, well, it kind of tricked thought, me out. I said, damn, it's a Warriors Wednesday. Brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. It's <laughs> just the name in the Bay Area since 1922. <laughs> Visit Freeman's Appliance today. Wait, it's Thursday. The fact that I know that read off the top of the dome is oh, a yeah. sad and good thing. Yeah, same with uh, Football Fridays and Monster Mondays, First Five yeah. California. If we need it. Toxic stress. Toxic stress. Draymond Green needs to visit FirstFiveCalifornia.com. Am I right? Yeah, I'm, I need to Snip log that, take it to sales. I've logged into FirstFiveCalifornia.com. So have I. I'm stressed out right now. I'm stressed. I actually do. Um, for new parents, it's what it is for specifically First Five California. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Some Highly. good techniques there. Yeah, some very good techniques. What about sports? Maybe I need to call my therapist back. Lightfoot, where you at? There you go. I need therapy. Everyone again. needs therapy. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thing to have therapy. I love therapy, but I may need it now. We haven't even got to Cam Newton this week. Oh. We haven't even got to Buster Posey this week. I mean, come on. We got Jim Irsay saying some Jim stuff. Jim Irsay's wild. He's always firing <laughs> all some tweets. We got Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Blade, uh, Pacers and Bucks score crazy because Giannis scored sixty four. The Pacers took the game ball. Maybe uh, we'll have we'll have uh, George Sedano of uh, ESPN <laughs> coming. Up. I want to ask him about that. This whole and I'm wearing my Giannis shoes today. I don't know if you saw this. I'm wearing my Giannis shoes. Oh, People on the YouTube. Look at you. There you go. They ha- it says Giannis on the tag. You, there. You're Pretty not sweet. flexible enough. No, I'm not. I don't do yoga. Just I'm not Matt Chapman. Shoe. What I do is just take off the shoe. All right, hold on. Let me. <clears> there we go. Let me yeah. see if I can pull up my camera here. The uh, YouTube chat scares yeah. me, so I've been uh, avoiding it a little bit. No, there don't, you go. don't be scared of the YouTube there chat. You go. Show, show, them, show them shoes. There show you them go. freaks. There you go. Shout out Kohl's. Uh, got them on sale. That was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Actually, uh-huh. the miss is gone for me. But they're very comfortable. And uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I guess, had 64 points. Career high. A franchise 64. record. 64. 64 points. Without scoring a three-pointer, by the way. Him and Shaq, the only ones yeah. to score 60 in the last 30 years without making a three-point shot. Pretty incredible. It is. He wanted a game ball for it, Bonte. There it is. But he didn't want a th- game ball. But apparently, <laughs> the game ball was already given out. Right. To some guy on the Pacers, and Who's I'm calling making him his some, NBA debut. Apparently, but it, but that's not the thing. Steiny was just telling me this. This wasn't his debut bucket because oh. he scored in the in-season tournament final. Oh. But that doesn't count wow. in the regular in the season. Regular season. So wow. that was the big beef. Going so Giannis on. and his brother, uh, what's his brother's Thanasis. name? Thanasis, who's just a clown. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy is acting fake like a fake tough guy. Hold me back, hold me back. He's hooking Jake Crowder's arm, trying to get held back. It was just a, a circus act. And the Bucks are all in their locker room yelling at them. And Giannis at the end of the game saying, "Yeah, uh, I didn't get the uh, 
Game Had ball. to get the gay ball. I don't think that's a real gay ball. I know what the gay ball feels like. I've been playing like basketball. A new ball. Yeah, it said, feels like a new ball. <laughs> and apparently they have two balls they give right. away. One specifically they probably gave to Giannis, and then Rick Carlisle after the game, uh, the head coach. Uh, yeah. like, what is going on we'll, here? We'll effort the Rick Carlisle sound uh, sound when we get Hor- uh, George Sedano on. But, uh, yeah, Rick Carlisle sounded sound like a fool. Jim Carrey, so they call him. <laughs> it's just, I mean, just... What is going on in this world? Uh, NBA champion, Rick. NBA <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. What, he was a hell. Of, he did a hell of a job that season. Uh, Eric and Sarah Ball, what's happening? Hey guys, Abante. Good morning. Good morning. Eric. Love your guys' show. Thank you. Hi. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to. I, I'm very disappointed, just like all the other fans about Draymond. Um, but I just kind of, kind of came up with this crazy thought. You know, given that the Warriors don't invest in big men, he's like the only guy that's basically the main guy. A, a shorter guy playing defense all the time. So I wonder, over time, does he just get frustrated going against these guys, pushing them around? I'm not a Draymond defender, but just kind of came up with that thought. So just wanted to see what your guys' thoughts about that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, Eric. At this moment, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I keep, I'm just disappointed right now. I'm disappointed. What's the next move for I the just, Golden State I Warriors? Just, I can't make that's, any more excuses. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's where my mind is. What's next? We're gonna watch the young guys tonight against the LA Clippers. Seven thirty tip off. You can listen to it right here at ninety five seven. The game. If you can't listen to it, you can watch us on NBC Sports Bay Area. You know, we keep talking about Draymond Green, and rightfully so. It's the biggest story in sports right now, and suspended indefinitely. But the Warriors play basketball tonight. They do. And starting tonight, hey, Draymond's not gonna be a part of it. So you know what? I'm not talking about a guy that's not contributing on the court going forward. All right? And now if they suffer because of it, that's one thing. But I'm going to be focused on Pajemski, Moody, Kaminga, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney, Trace Jackson Davis now, Stephen Curry. Like I'm going to be focused on the team because they're the ones out there that's going to suffer without him potentially. Yeah. Like that's That's the thing in all this, Bonte. It's the on-court product that's going to suffer because of it. Well... And also, you have a lot of home games coming up with Draymond Green. A lot of people bought season tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, his bobblehead was just given out last week against the Portland Trailblazers. First 10,000 fans received a Draymond Green bobblehead. And so, a lot of fans spent a lot of money on these tickets to go see Day Day, to go see championship basketball, championship type play. And this guy hasn't been here. And when it, however long the suspension ends or goes, <laughs> 24. 24 games would have been played by the end of tonight for the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green would have been ejected, suspended, been out for personal reasons, or an ankle injury for two games in 12 of those games. 12 of the 24. And not to mention Anthony Edwards popping off at him and getting him going on that Sunday Sunday evening against the Minnesota team. People don't fear him anymore. You keep saying that. Anthony Edwards, no, they these don't young feel guys. The, Warriors. the fear no. factor's gone. Gone. Fear factor's and gone. And Anthony Edwards is up for the challenge. Oh, we got one more. Uh, one more. Oh, we got George. We got George. Oh, oh sweet. We got Big George. Let's go. Sonato, ESPN, let's go. George does a great job covering the NBA for ESPN. I love George's work. Uh, ESPN Radio down there in L.A. He does it all. He's a man of many hats, and he knows this league inside and out. So as the Warriors get ready to play the Clippers, and the Clippers are hot, folks. 73 in their last 10. They figured things out. Now that James Harden has come aboard, they lost the first five with James Harden. And all of a sudden, they've been rolling, including the win over the Warriors a couple Saturdays ago when they rallied from a 22-point second-half deficit. George, good morning, man. Welcome back to the Morning Rose. Joe Spadoni in for Shasky. 
I'm Bonte, of course. George, what's happening? Bonte, what's up, man? Joe, nice to meet you over the phone, buddy. Thanks George, for having me, guys. I appreciate you. I've been watching you since I've been in high school and around the horn, man. Yeah, so, you don't need so, to tell them who you root for. And, well, that's all right. Big Laker fan. It's all good. Oh, man. George. <laughs> I deal with Laker fans every day, so I get it. No worries. You, you get it. You don't deal with many Clipper fans? How many Clipper fans are down there? Not many. Um, <laughs> here's, here's what I would say. They have a very... Um, they have a very small niche diehard group, but they're just small. Like it's, if I had to break it down, it's easily over 90% Laker fans when it yeah. comes to basketball fans and whatever's left is, is uh, Clipper fans as far as the LA natives are concerned. Yeah, no doubt. They are playing better. And we'll get to the game in just a little bit here. Obviously the big news of the day is Draymond Green being suspended again. And before the season, George, and you know, the Warriors inside and out, he said it was the most important season of his career coming off of what happened last season. And we know how last season played out for the Golden State Warriors from beginning to end. Well, he's been suspended twice now. He's been ejected in three games. He missed the first two games due to an ankle injury. Missed another game due to personal reasons. Uh, we know about the choke with Kuri Gobert. We know about yesterday or Tuesday night with Yusuf Nurkic. I mean, what were your thoughts on the latest Draymond ejection and suspension? What's your thoughts about that? Well, my immediate reaction was, what is he going through? Like, that was just my immediate reaction, that he thought that that – because I remember listening to the explanation – and him trying to draw a foul. And look, I get if you're trying to draw a foul, you know, you flail your arms, but that wasn't flailing his arms. That was legitimately, and I've covered the UFC in the past for a number of years, that was a legit spinning back fist, but not, not just open-handed, right? Like that was what he did in that scenario. And I immediately said to myself, oh, he's going to get at least 10 games. Like that's just what, what popped into my head after that, after digesting it. And... The indefinite suspension, I will say, is a testament to Adam Silver and just kind of his willingness to be a partner with teams and players. Mm. Because David Stern would not have done that. No. <laughs> David Stern would have levied probably a 15 to 20 game suspension, maybe more. Maybe I'm even being light. And again, I think that Draymond should thank his lucky stars that it's Adam Silver's NBA and not David Stern's NBA. But he certainly needs the help. I think that the approach is smart. I don't know what he's going to need to do to be uh, to remedy this, both from a personal perspective and from a league-wide perspective. Yeah. Because I think that's the thing. It's the perception is the reality now. And he is always a player, as you guys know, who has played on the edge. Mm -hmm. But now he's completely over the edge at times on a very regular basis. And you can't have that if you're the Warriors or the league, for that matter, or him especially. Yeah, he's already missed half of the team's games. It has been a whirlwind with Draymond Green. What do the Warriors as an organization fall into this place? Because remember, they didn't really punish him after the Jordan Poole incident. He got to practice a little bit, not with the team, but at night. But he didn't get suspended for any games. And they didn't really police him during that year. And we know about his resume going back to 2016 in the NBA Finals. Have the Warriors organization failed him and Nah, I don't want to call them enablers, but it feels like they've enabled him to act like this and haven't really checked him along the way. And here we are today with another suspension in 2023. Perhaps. I don't want to say that, but, I mean, I'm not going to rule it out summarily. But I just think ultimately they know that his leadership and his passion 
have been a big part of what have driven them to championships, right? He has been an incredible component to what they've been and what they've accomplished. I'll give you a perfect example as to how that team, and particularly Steve Kerr, feels about Draymond. So the year that you guys lost everybody except Draymond, remember a couple years ago, I think it was... Oh, yeah, 2019, Was that 19? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So right before the pandemic. Right, exactly. So um, I remember doing a game early in the season, November. You guys were playing Boston, and it was really just Draymond and the kids on the floor that night. And it was third quarter. Game was fairly close still, like within reach. And... You guys were playing your asses off against a team that was clearly better based on who was on the floor. And I remember sitting there uh, courtside next to my guy, Raymond Ritter, and I noticed Steve, as Draymond checked out, stopped him and had a legit conversation with him, gave him some love, right, and then just kind of kept it moving. So in my third quarter interview with Steve, this just happened coincidentally, Before I went on cam, I said, hey, I saw you talk to Draymond. Can I ask you about that? He's like, yeah, no problem. So I asked him. I said, you had a a fairly long conversation with Draymond as he was stepping out. And he said, I just wanted to tell him that I understand the challenges we're dealing with and the leadership that he brings and how much we love him and how much he means to what we do. So that, to me, encapsulates the feeling of the organization towards Draymond. Mm. They have a debt of gratitude that – is, you know, I mean, it's, it's almost uncomparable, right, to anything else um, unless you've been in one of those championship moments or one of those teams that has been through the ups and downs, right? And, they, and the Warriors had never been really through the downs at that point, and they were dealing with it in real time. And Draymond was the guy who was leading them through that ridiculously difficult moment of their franchise's history, right, where everybody was hurt. So... I, to answer your question, to they enable him? I just, I, I guess, like I said, maybe, but I, I think it was they enabled him, or they coddled him, or they loved him, and emoted towards him that way because of all the things that he's done for them. And I think this stuff has just really kind of been a more recent phenomenon. So I don't really think one has to do with the other. But, you know, maybe some small sliver of it does have to do with it, but I just don't believe that's the overwhelming reason why he's acting this way. No doubt. No doubt. So a big part of Draymond Green's, you know, tenure here, obviously Bob Myers was there. And Bob was this guy that, you know, he could corral Draymond, if you will. He was the guy that would go on the court, and he's now your teammate over at ESPN, obviously former uh, president of basketball operations here. He would go on there. Hey, Draymond's freaking out. The president of basketball operations, not the head coach, not a player. It was Bob Myers going down to console Draymond Green a lot of the time. Now he's gone. Enter Mike Dunleavy Jr. And what a hell of a first season for Mike. You get rid of Jordan Poole. You bring in Chris Paul. Now Draymond Green is indefinitely suspended. Andrew Wiggins has been a no-show a lot this season. Klay Thompson obviously coming off two major injuries. There is a lot on Mike Dunleavy Jr.'s plate right now. And I feel like it's going to be very telling in the next month or two. What's the trade market going to look like? What's going to go on with Chris Paul, with Klay Thompson, with Andrew Wiggins? What is your sense of what the Golden State Warriors are going to be doing this next month, George? Are they playing for the playoffs, for a championship? Like, where are you at with Golden State right now, December 14th, 2023? They've got to figure out what they are. And it's going to be very difficult to do that without Draymond. Let's start with that. 
But they need to be a playoff team first. Like, I don't know if they're a championship-level team. I, I, I don't believe so at the moment. Now, that can change. To your point, there is a trade deadline. Uh, Clay is a notorious slow starter. I believe in five of his 11 seasons, he shot 40% or below mm-hmm. uh, in the first, um, first I guess, basically the before season. the turn. Yeah, first yeah, month of the, the season. Before the turn of the calendar. Right, before the turn of the calendar. So I- I'd like to see what January and February looks like with Clay. Because remember last year, slow start. And then January, he had the highest scoring month of his career. Yep. Um, and then February, he had the third highest scoring month of his career. So I, I'm going to give Clay the benefit of the doubt and see what it looks like until the All Star break, which, by the way, is also around where the trade deadline is. But I, I think we are teetering here, guys, in my opinion. And I say this with the ultimate respect because they have been arguably the premier franchise in the entire sport for a decade. But we are teetering on their championship window closing right now. And this era potentially closing right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good teams out there. Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver, the reigning champs. The Lakers, are, you know they're going to make moves, and they're a legit team. Uh, They're a top-four team in the Western Conference. And then you get to the Clippers, George. They make the big deal for James Harden. And right away, it doesn't start off great, right? 0-5, Westbrook requests to go to the bench. But what do you know? They were 7-3 in their last 10. They blew out Sacramento the other night. They beat the Warriors a couple Saturdays ago. They're now playing better basketball. I believe they beat the Nuggets during that stretch as well. The Clippers now are a team that you have to worry about here. So when you talk about the Warriors being a championship team, hell, George, I don't know if they're a playoff team right now because you look at the Western Conference right now, and it's loaded. And now the Clippers are finding their groove here uh, down in L.A. And boy, was that noise loud when they were 0-5 to start, okay? The noise locally, because Lakers fans, Lakers fans, besides trying to win championships, the thing they love the most is to razz Clipper fans, <laughs> and they were, they were giving it to them here in L.A. And then nationally, the noise was loud, okay, because of the trade for James Harden. But I, am a, I was a staunch believer then, and I am a staunch believer now, that Ty Lue is one of the top three to five coaches in the NBA, and when you're that kind of coach, I think you can figure it out. I feel like Ty's motto, and I I know him a little bit from covering him over the years, that you give him the talent, he'll figure it out. And this one may have been more difficult to figure out than the previous iterations because there's a lot of mouths to feed on this one, but he seems to have righted the ship, you know, slowly but surely here. And I'm with you. I think they're dangerous. And as long as they, everybody can figure out what their role is going to be on that team on a given night, I think that they absolutely can be a championship contender. And I know that most people will dismiss that because right. of their history and because of some of the players involved, particularly James um, and even Russ to some extent and Paul George, because we all know Kawhi can be a killer right. uh, when it comes down to it. Yep. But I think that when you, when you look at those other guys, I think there's a lot of questions, right, about what kind of players they are. Are they 16-game players? Because mm-hmm. they certainly are 82-game players. And I think that Ty can make them 16-game players. And they're still deep beyond that. We haven't even talked about guys like Norman Powell, right? right. Like, they've got a Zubac. bunch of guys. I like Zubac. Right. Yeah, right. Perfect 20-minute, 20 25-, 30-minute player uh, for you at center, depending on the matchup. They've got plenty of pieces. So they're incredibly dangerous. And, yeah, I, look, I look at Ty as, as I mentioned, a top three to five coach. I put him in the same category as Steve and Spo and those type of guys right now, that if you give them a squad, uh, they're going to do really well. Pop is obviously in that category, but he doesn't have a squad right now. He's got a bunch of young kids that have lost mm-hmm. 18 in a row or whatever it's been. So, 
But I, I think that Ty is in that category, so I'm not surprised that they were able to write the ship. George Sedano with us right now, covers the NBA for ESPN. And George, you know, talking about the Clippers there, and ultimately it's going to come down to health for them. And I, they got Zubots. I still can't believe that trade. Mike Muscala for Avitsis Zubots. It's just a horrible Get trade. That's it. the Magic Johnson special right there. Um, but who has the most trade value on the Warriors outside of Stephen Curry right now to you? Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Ooh, man, that's a tough question. Um, wow. You, you stumped me on that one for a second because here's the thing. I, if, 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 okay, if Draymond wasn't suspended, right, if, if he wasn't suspended indefinitely, it might be him. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Um, Is it Andrew, con- where's Andrew Wiggins at? Let me help you because Andrew Wiggins has four. He just His four-year extension just kicked in. And Andrew yeah, Wiggins. That's the problem, though. Has, that's, that's the problem. It's though. a lot of money that's left the on the books, and I'm sure teams would ask, hey, why'd you miss two months? What's going on with yeah. the average of 12 points a night? Like, is it Jonathan yeah. Kaminga, yeah. maybe, because he's raw, but shows a lot of potential? Maybe it's Moody. Maybe it's Clay on an expiring contract. Maybe CP3. I don't know. <laughs> so, so that, that they all, none of those situations are perfect, right, for other teams. They're not, none of those situations are situations that everyone certainly is going to clamor for, because here's the, here's the thing. Let's tackle them one by one. Clay, and I love him, okay? I, I, Dad and I work together down here in L.A. I love the family. They're incredible. Clay has always been awesome with me whenever I've had to deal with him. But you mentioned, yes, it's an expiring. That part is good if you're a team trying to make a deal. But you got to pay him. Right. And then what does he want to get paid at this stage of his career? So I think that is something that, you know, I could see teams having some trepidation. The Chris Paul deal, again, similar, right? Some trepidation there mm-hmm. with whatever's left on his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think you're going to have to pay him again in a big way, but you're still going to have to deal with some of the financial ramifications. And Wiggins, here's the thing about Wiggins. I think that Wiggins is now at the stage, because remember, he's played basketball for a long time. Yep. Remember, he, started, he came into the league 18, 19 years mm-hmm. old. So he's been in the league for a decade, okay? And I think for the first time in his career, he's no longer the guy that can just walk in there and be like, oh, I'm ready to play, even though I haven't done a ton in the summer, right? right. You know what I mean? Like, where I, I, you know, I, I can work. Kids, when you get to a certain age, you no longer can work your way into shape, right? Because mm-hmm. most NBA guys do that. And I don't know if that's what Andrew does or not, but I get the sense that, you know, he was just so naturally gifted as an athlete that he just could kind of go and, and, and get himself ready and right in a very quick fashion. And it feels like he's starting to see a little semblance of mileage on him. Mm-hmm. And I think because the new contract is kicking in, if I can see that, I guarantee you other teams see that, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why that, that scenario, I, I don't know how interested teams would be because what is he at this stage, and look at what you have to pay him. Yeah. 
Yeah, not, that's a great point there. Lawyers have some decisions to wow. make. But yeah, they got to win some games here. If they win some games and get back into it, then it's a moot point. But, boy, 10 to 13, well, Clippers tonight, Brooklyn Saturday, Boston's coming to town Tuesday, can't sleep on the Blazers on Sunday. How they just played the Blazers, and the Blazers had the lead up until the eight-minute mark in the yeah. fourth quarter. So there's no yeah. kibbies for the Warriors right now, especially no, without no. Draymond and, and Green. By the way, let me, let me add this about Wiggins, too. I'm not saying like he's done, but that please don't, let's not misinterpret that. What I'm saying is at a certain stage of your career, after 10 years and that kind of mileage, you have to treat your body differently. Mm. You have to activate yourself almost year round to an extent. And I say that as someone who has covered LeBron for over a decade, right? And, and know what he does with his body. I've been around Chris for a long time. And, you know, I mean, Chris is not young by any stretch of the imagination. Right. He's nearly the same age as LeBron. And say what you want, he still moves around pretty well out there considering he's nearly 40 years old, okay? Right. So uh, I think that you hit a certain stage of your life in, in, in basketball life, uh, in basketball life, and you have to just apply things to your lifestyle that are different than you used to uh, prior to that 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 spot in time, right, where it all mm-hmm. sudden flips. It happens to all of us as natural human beings. I don't know about you, but when I turned 40, I couldn't go to L.A. Fitness and just play pickup basketball with no. 25-year-olds anymore. No, no, okay? no. <laughs> so, it, so imagine trying to do that against professional athletes who are always going to be bigger, stronger, faster, younger, more athletic, you know what I'm saying, than, than you are. Uh, every year, someone is going to be stronger, faster, or more athletic than you as you grow older in the NBA. That's such a good point there, George. George Sonano, ESPN. When, what's your next game? When you what, What's on deck for you this weekend? So I've got a bunch of college football bowl games, a lot of play-by-play on that. Right. And then I've got NBA Christmas. I've got Phoenix, Dallas. Oh, that'd be good. Um, and then uh, you know a bunch of games in January yeah. too. So. Luca KD, nice. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really good, really good. And the bowl games, I still love bowl season, man. Who doesn't love bowl season? I think I might go down to the Rose Bowl to see Michigan, Alabama. I got to see those winged helmets at the Rose Bowl one time. George, man, always good having you all, man. We love your insight. Continue the great work at ESPN, brother. Appreciate it, guys. Don't forget the great thing about bowl games, swag. Everybody gets swag. Everybody Players get swag. swag. Even yes. the broadcasters potentially get so, swag. So, so that's what, what bowl time. games? Now I got to ask. Cheese it Bowl? Is it oh, Emerald no. Bowl? No. Is it, I think the Cheese no. It Bowl's done, by the way. Uh, what, 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 what are you so looking forward to? What's bowl games? Th- three bowl games. I've got the Frisco, Texas Bowl, which is uh, Marshall and Texas, San Antonio. I've got the Guaranteed Rate Bowl uh, oh. in Phoenix. Uh, on the 26th, and then the Liberty Bowl on the 29th. Oh, yeah, out there in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, the old, Li- the old Liberty Bowl. No, I like that a lot, man. George, good stuff, man. We'll be we'll be listening on those bowl games. All right, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Have a Anytime. great uh, Thanks, day, great show, and happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays, holidays to you Merry too, Christmas. George. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. All that good stuff there. George Sedano, ESPN. Swag. LA. Swag. You know what it stands for, right? Stuff we all get. Oh, wow. Michael Scott. There you go. First bowl game (laughs) I ever covered. First, like, media event I ever had was the Emerald Bowl between Cal and Miami. And they were giving out the free pistachios, the free peanuts. Oh, yeah. And I got the credential, and I walked on the field for the first time, and I thought I was going to get arrested. I was looking around. I was, guy just opened the gate for me. I was like, this credential gets me on the field. Big time. Big, oh, big time, oh, I didn't a, you? I took a picture in front of the sports center side. It's like 07. <laughs> 07. I took a, I'm not going to lie. I took a picture with the cheerleaders at Miami. Hey, you got to. Come on. It's all about the you. I threw up the you. And let me tell you, 
<laughs> Feels good throwing up that you. Hey, it did that day. Throwing it up with the cheerleaders. <laughs> I mean, look, this is I, not good radio, Anna. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Anna, but I did throw up the U with Rocky McIntosh. I threw up the U with Santana Moss and Clinton Portis because they were in town playing for the mm. Washington professional football team the next day against the 49ers. It's Jim Tomsula's first game as head coach, as an interim coach for Mike Singletary. Did they win that game? They won that game in the throwbacks, Huge. and they carried Tomsula off the field. Oh, my God. They lifted him up. That was 16 years ago. I was a freshman in high school. Javid Bess at Cal. Wrecking <laughs> shop there. Oracle Park was packed. That was great. I was at that game too. He went off on that game. That was a really exciting game. Aaron Long short hit connect with Anthony Miller in the end zone towards the end. This that was is, a very thrilling game. This was pre Miami Loveman. That was actually the night where I first got interested in going to the University wow. of Miami. Wow, That's Why? where it all began. Why? Well, so we were sitting right next. To, we were sitting uh, in section what was one fourteen ish in that area, right by the uh, the garlic fry stand. Of course, that's where we're sitting. Oh, and it was uh, baseball, guys. right next pods. to uh, right next to the Miami band. So we had a bunch of Miami fans around us listening to the Miami fight song all game long. People are throwing up the U in our face after three and a half hours. Of that it's like you know what? I, sh- I should look into that. I-, I need to go to college someday. And hey. then the snowball from there. It's a beautiful arena j- for football too, because oh, yeah. you just have anytime you have that backdrop. I don't yep. care what sport it is. Yep. Play hockey out there. Yep. We have fun. No. It was, it was a lot of fun that day. I got the pictures up on Facebook. 07, a young Bonte Hill. First credential. I was loving it. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. 07 is when oh. Facebook was popping, Oh, dude, too. it was big popping. I threw those photos up. People were like, are you on TV? <laughs> I was walking on the field with Jeff Tedford as he was accepting the Emerald Bowl trophy. Jeff that was Tedford. a lot of Oh, dude, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I did. I did ask. I met the AD of Miami at the time. Where he's the AD or the SID, I forget which. But I was like, can I go to Miami as a Florida State fan? I was like, do you guys have a good broadcasting program? Oh, my God. They <laughs> I, do. I wanted to go there for all the wrong reasons. Oh, of course. South Beach? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I it's a never, solid broadcasting I, I would have never been in this spot had I gone to the University of Miami or Florida State, which is like voted number one party college, school. Yeah, yeah, party school for like five years straight or yeah, something Yeah, they've, like they've overtaken ASU. Well, I don't know what school. it is now, but like Girls Gone Wild. Remember that whole thing? Oh, Florida State, ASU. Uh, anyway, back to the calls. Back uh, to Draymond uh, Green. Bobby in San Francisco, one word to describe Draymond Green. This situation with Draymond Green. Bobby in the city, what's happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't talk about that. Can, can, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Can I uh, have any of you guys ever lived with a toxic ex-girlfriend before? Oh, I'm not going to That's a loaded that question. question, but no, I have not. I have. So at some point when she acts up for the millionth time, you walk into your closet, you throw all her clothes out from your balcony, and then you kick her out too. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a toxic situation that I (laughs) don't want to be a part of. Yeah, I I would probably just leave the house. I would take my own clothes. You're coming the wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was probably going to bring that back to Draymond, like the Warriors got to throw Draymond's clothes off the balcony. I just, I, I just, that was that was a little cringeworthy. By the way, Ed just texted me and I thought it was about that last segment, but it was not. Okay, thank you. Thanks for that. Thank him. In the clear. Uh, let's go to Draymond Gone Wild. <laughs> Draymond Gone Wild. I don't know. This show's gone wild. Zach in San Francisco, what's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? What's uh, up, baby? I wanted to, uh, yeah, I got just two points. First one, kind of a response to uh, what your guest, uh, George, asked, you know, what's going on with Draymond? With, like, you know, look back to when Draymond was down low with, like, Carl Landry. Remember that? He was a big body. He was strong. He was finishing, right? I think over time, he's kind of, he, you know, got, he took over that role as more of a ball facilitator. 
kind of helping Curry out because, you know, Clay is just was comfortable as a spot up shooter. Maybe not anymore. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, enter Chris Paul this year. Uh, Draymond's place on offense is just kind of, I, I think he's a little directionless. I mean, that would be my word for him. Uh, you know, he's still, I think, a powerhouse on defense. But I think, you know, as you were saying with that huge salary, yeah. with, uh, you know, saying this important season of his career, I think it's just getting to him that he's kind of feels out of place because, you know, he's not anymore, you know, he's not, he's an average finisher, you know, maybe, and, you know, below average shooter, as we all know. And so it was his great role on offense was being this kind of facilitating forward so Curry could go off ball, but we don't need him to do that anymore. We got Chris Paul out there. Um, no, it so. feels a little really redundant, yeah. but but Chris Paul's acting. We got to run here because we're running up against it. It's a good call. You're right. We missed the low post Draymond or just finishing around the rim. Sometimes he doesn't even look at the basket. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you got to be you got to be in a triple threat position, right? You got to be looking at the basket. You got to be looking at dribble, looking at face up, looking at score, looking to do something. You can't have your back to the basket, twenty five feet away from the rim. No. Like that's not to me. That's not basketball. You know what I'm saying? Now, he's gotten away with it a lot, but they need him scoring. And to his credit, dude is shooting 45%. Yeah, I was going to say, he's shooting three threes. Like, that's something we've asked to dream about. Can he start shooting more threes? Because when he came into the league, like, he did that. That was part of yeah. his game. Now he's not shooting them in the second half or the fourth quarter. But if he hits a couple early on, then you feel like, okay, yeah. he's at least contributing that way. But it needs to be more. By the way, happy birthday, Kyle Shanahan. Oh. Shanahan's birthday today. Hope your birthday is booming, Kyle. Hey, what do you think Nick Bosa got him? Oh, some uh, skims. <laughs> some underwear. I do want to try some skins on. There you go. I do want to try them on. I'm telling you, good underwear, good boxers. I mean, apparently you'll on. look like Nick Bosa when you try them on too. La- so that's la- nice. Ladies, let me know. But it, it, ladies, they're like, yo, you need to be comfortable too. Well, anything uh, Kim K touches, you know, just turns to gold, right? Yeah, no doubt. Maybe that's my final thought. Uh, let's go <laughs> to let's go to Jim in the 707. Jim, then we'll get to David and Caesar in the city. Uh, Jim at a 707, what's happening? Yeah, Kanye didn't turn to gold. You're what's right. up, fellas? <laughs> hey, Bonte, do you, do you ever sleep? Do I sleep? Yeah, I got, look, I'm, I got my sleep app here. I'll let you know how many hours I slept last night. <laughs> they have an app to track it? Yeah, no, I got, uh, yesterday, I six hours and 49 that's minutes. That's good in, in this and actually, no, I was, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you tell me. My sleep score was 81 out of 100, so not the best, but, you that's know. That's a B minus. It's a B minus. So a word for a word on Draymond uh, that I feel is exasperated, man. He uh, he he's been given every opportunity. He's like that dog down at the end of the street that gives you the side eye, but when you walk by him, sometimes he's okay, but the next time you walk by him, he starts showing his teeth and growling. You just can't trust him. Um, and I think uh, anybody that wants to trade Steph Curry is a freaking kook. This guy. <laughs> All right, I don't know if you're allowed to say that on there. Oh, but just, dump it just in case you can double just, dump it. Yeah, <laughs> it just never felt on this show. It only happens on this show, huh? People only curse on this show. Why? Well, pregame show five to six, yeah. Friday as well. They they like to do that, but FCC's right. not uh, as uh, active buttoned up at five a.m. <laughs> well, it is eight o'clock on the East Coast. That's true. Dude, FCC's gonna find us, and we're all gonna be out of jobs. You know, so somebody said, hey, Bonte, you wouldn't have a job without the fans. Well, you're the same guy who's going to cost me a job for cursing all the time on the show. Well, who was it? Eminem that said FCC can't mess with me, right? Or yeah. Let me be me. Right, let's get to Caesar real quick. Caesar in the city. I got bars. You do got bars. Caesar. Bonte, my guy, how you doing, baby? I'm good, baby. The Caesar from Chase Center? Absolutely. What up, Caesar? Hey, Caesar, pizza, Look, pizza. My, my one word not only goes for Dre, but it goes for Clay and Wiggins. 
and that's Vanessa. That's my wife. She's a therapist. She's been talking about this since last year. She said, give her one month with these guys. She'll have them back on Prime. Why do you think I'm always like butterflies and, and rainbows, baby? Because I live with a unicorn. No, no, Caesar, that's not true. How long have you been married with her? <laughs> because I'll have them back on prime time. No, no, because last year, as the Giants were starting their season, you said, Bonte, I'm not spinning a diamond. You were irate. You were irate about the San Francisco Giants. So you weren't all butterflies and rainbows and sunshine season. You're lying to me. <laughs> hey, hey, but I was irate for a reason. I'm still butterflies and sunshine. I always give you a smile. You do. I'm you a- do. You do. You do. I love season. You know man. what else gives me a smile, Bonte? What? The Xfinity Fast Five. <laughs> it's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. Your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. Yes, Tyler Miller, we're going to miss the first matchup between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Oh. I highly doubt Draymond Green will be playing basketball on December 22nd. Yeah. But you never know. You just never know. When's the When's the second game? And where's where's in it's Washington? Be in DC. Yeah, yeah it's where's not that? Be the when's same. that going to be? I need that's to not going to be the same. It's not. But if it's Draymond's first time playing, there'll be something February twenty seventh. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. I'll be in on that. Post All Star break. That's right. What you got, Spadone? What do I got for my final thoughts? The collars. You guys have been awesome last two days. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. That's the number to call or text. And you guys have been en fuego. You're letting your voices known. And honestly, outside of what, two or three calls, Bonte? Well, Bobby he, in San Francisco, he's still affected by that toxic he, relationship. He is. Toxic Sorry. stress. First5California.com. Hey. You got to go there. And no, don't put yourself in that situation. <laughs> Bobby did say that. I'm taking all my girlfriend's clothes. No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. You get yourself out of the toxic situation. You got to be like Elsa. Let it go. Let it, there you go. Let it go. Let it go. The cold never bothered Bonte anyways. It never bothered me, baby. That's my final thought. Love is an open door, Bobby. It's an open door. Um, my final thought, what are Warriors going to look like tonight against the Clippers? I have no idea what to expect. No expectation. I don't know what to expect. But I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see J.K., Moody, T.J.D., Pajemski, and I think Steph, Clay, and I know Clay. He ain't no punk. But Steph and Curry ain't no punk either. He's not going to let this team go on, like, go out like no suckers. So you know what? I'm excited for tonight against the LA Clippers. Are you locking in a dub tonight for Dub Nation? I'm not going to lock in a dub. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Steph will tweet out. Look, I'm wrong all the time. We got the sound bite. I'm wrong all the time, so I'm not going to do that. All right, my final I'm thought. I'm optimistic, Bonte. <laughs> you, you know you've made it when the dictionary starts trolling you. The dictionary uh, dropped in a new word indefinitely with a picture of Draymond. It's an adverb. Having no exact limits what oh. dictionary was that marion webster oh, wow. that's that's big wow. time wow they're trolling the wow. dictionary <laughs> wow. i actually watched a little documentary on uh, the webster dictionary hey, i like love that. the webster dictionary it's fascinating it is fascinating yeah. i love a good webster's dictionary i do uh spinotti i mean love i mean loveman god dang it guys oh. i didn't have my espresso espresso <laughs> Guys, lost in the kerfuffle of yesterday. Uh, it was Taylor Swift's <laughs> birthday yesterday. Ha- it was Taylor Swift's birthday yesterday. Oh, oh. Happy belated birthday, T Swift NFL super fan. The Swift curse, it's real. Well, she said. Two in a row. Yeah, and, and you know what she said, though? What she said, I've been missing out my whole life. Football's amazing. 
Can't agree. Can't disagree with that. No. The one she went to is when they played the Bears and they won. Remember that? Oh, yes. By the way, uh, I'm looking at it right now. The Chiefs are going to get the number one seed in the AFC. By the way, and they're going back to the Super Bowl. I know they're they're bad. They're hey, down bad right Kansas now. City. You know who they're week 15. The quarterbacks: Zappy, then O'Connell, Browning, Easton Stick. All backups the rest of the way against Patrick Mahomes. Wow. There you go. I want the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Oh, you want that revenge? I want the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to go. Love is about bye to bye. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. 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 Devil's Fast Five. Brought to you by Xfinity. Bye-bye. Brought to you by Next Generation TG Network. Bye-bye. Only from Xfinity. The future starts now with Stiney Guru. Bye-bye. 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 Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.